Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. That call to follow me is, is the call of our soul saying that there's something more something so much more than the smallness that we settle for. And even though we may have expanded in our lives to be more than we were, there is still more. None of us can say, this is it. I've arrived. There's no more. No matter how much we have done and realized, there is always such an expanse with our souls ahead of us. And if we will just say yes, then we will be led where we need to go to find the power that is in us, that is all around us, that is one with us. So when Dorothy goes into the house and hides from the tornado and is is lifted up, Think about what that means. She's lifted up from the experience of life as she knows it. And and she lands in Oz where she does kill the wicked witch. But she doesn't do that on purpose. The munchkins all gather around and they say, hooray, 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 the wicked witch is dead. And they make her their savior. But think about that, because we all know enough that being a rescuer is only good in superhero stories, right? It isn't what you want to be in your life, is a rescuer just jumping in there and interfering and saving everybody else who is some poor, helpless victim. We know that we are all responsible for our own lives. And so that isn't our job to save other people. And yet, effectively, she is their savior. And she's their savior because she was in her right place. She was responding to the call of her soul. And we are saviors for one another when we are doing what is ours to do. So think about for a moment All the people through your life, maybe you focus on one, maybe you can think of many, who you have made a huge difference in their lives. It may be that you did something really noble. I mean, for example, in wartime, you hear about people getting purple hearts because they saved all of these soldiers. You know, that's something pretty dramatic that they did and were acknowledged for, and it was important. But we do things every day. Just, be, you know, you could just be kind and, and respectful and polite to the person in the checkout line at the grocery store. You don't know what kind of day that person was having and the effect of your smile. You did not smile in order 
to make the person's day, to save the person's life. You did it because you're a person who's radiating light. And there are millions and millions of examples like that of things that you have done. At my grandson's school, they're raising money right now for a kindness bench. And the way that works is if you don't have a friend to play with you, you go and you sit on the kindness bench. And then if somebody sees that you're sitting there, then it's upon them to go and be friends with you and play with you. So he's in kindergarten. They're teaching children that young that we are a community and it isn't, it isn't okay to let people be on their own and be sad, that, that we all need to embrace them and care. Those children are being taught from an early age to be their radiant selves and reach out in love. That's beautiful, isn't it? We have been doing that all our lives and will continue to be. So right in this moment, just close your eyes and imagine that all of the people, those that you, you know who maybe th thanked you at the time and those that you have no idea, but you still influence them, that they're all gathered around you like that host of munchkins and they're cheering for you. They're just showering you with gratitude. And you're, you're letting that gratitude into your heart. And as you do, you can feel yourself expanding. You can feel gratitude as fuel that is giving you what you need to do what your soul is here to do. Feels good, doesn't it? To let that in. So that's Dorothy's entrance into her adventure. She is received by gratitude for something she didn't even know she did. Life is welcoming her into the next larger version of herself as it will welcome each of us in ways that we can't foresee. And she's greeted by Glinda the Good Witch which I did my best to impersonate today. <laughs> but they didn't have blue, so... <laughs> oh, well. Um, but she's greeted by Glinda, who, who represents the highest part of her. But whenever we read these tales, these myths, there's always a character on the outside the good witch, the magician, whoever it might be that has powers, who cares about the hero or the heroine and, and is helping them in a caring way. Um, 
but it really is code for a part of ourselves. Whether or not you believe in witches and fairies and such, it's, it's still something that is metaphor for a power in us that we don't have easy access to. We don't see it because it's not physical, but that doesn't mean it isn't there. And so as she lands in Oz, here is Glinda who is saying to her, I'm going to help you. She helps her to identify the ruby slippers, which are a symbol of the power that she has. The point is the shoes represent a power that she doesn't know she has. Glinda transfers them to her feet and says, keep those, keep your feet in those. So that represents a power that we need to claim, we need to learn how to use. What do your ruby slippers represent? Just close your eyes for a minute and say, my ruby slippers are my power to, and just see what pops to mind. Who got a power? What are some of the powers out there? Joanne. All right. Charlotte, love. Petra? Well, to smile a lot, to laugh a lot, and never to take anything really that serious. Okay. <laughs> Cheryl? To fly. To fly. All right. To be authentic. To be authentic. Anybody else? To buy? To lead. All right. Jim? To go places and do what I need to do. To go places and do what you need to do. Yes, Rebecca? To present. All right. Pam. To inspire. Eric. I didn't, I apologize. That's all right. Uh, to help people feel. To help people feel. Mm -hmm. Elaine. All right. To travel through your music. Oh. Nice. We all have ruby slippers, whether we have identified that power today or not. That's what this whole section of the story is about. She steps into the adventure and she doesn't know what's in front of her, but she's there to claim that there is more to her. She's there to step into a bigger life than what she has known. Toto, it, these are all quantum partners you could think of, quantum in the sense that it's, it's a whole level beyond what we're aware of. So Glinda is one of them, but Toto's another. Toto represents the life force. If Toto hadn't taken off and she ran to follow him, she would be in the underground cellar with her family, living a life that no longer was right for her. It was too small and confining. So Toto, the life force, pushes us beyond what we think we are ready for. Almost by definition, we think we're ready for what we're doing right now. 
and we are not particularly inclined to do something else. And so we often get pushed by life. We get ourselves into situations that we would not willingly have signed up for. But they take us into a bigger version of ourselves. As she heads out for this adventure, she has no idea, like most of us don't, how are you going to do that? I mean, think about some of the, the dreams that we have. Like, even as a community, we have a dream to create a beautiful center that will draw many, many people and offer so many opportunities for love and awakening. But we don't really know how to make that happen. We have ideas, we're doing this, we're doing that, but ultimately we don't know on a conscious level. What we can know is that because we have this dream and we're holding it in our hearts, there is a way. There is a yellow brick road that will guide us there. And no matter what our dreams are, there is that yellow brick road. That's what Glinda tells her. Just follow, just follow that yellow brick road. Maybe it was considered a yellow brick because people like gold or because it would show up on the movie screen. I don't know why yellow, but <clears throat> the point is it's shining. It's a shining illumination in front of us. And we will always find that. Our, our issue comes in when we tell ourselves, I don't know, I don't know how to do it. And we shut ourselves down by doing that. Yes, our conscious minds don't know how, so what? The unconscious, the, the superconscious, however you want to think about it, that part within us that is light has got a path picked out. And so we have to go into the quiet in order to find that. In the story of Jesus, we talked about how he went um, down to the river and he got baptized. And when, when that happens in the story, he has the helper, the, the God figure, the, the dove, whatever it was, is up above him. There's some awakening experience like Dorothy had with Glinda where this aspect that seems at the moment to be outside but is really his soul's highest being is expressing. And the next thing that he does is he goes off into the desert to take quiet time to digest this experience and to ready himself for this adventure. That's how we find the yellow brick road. It's a part of us. It isn't something that, oh gosh, I, I hope that MapQuest has got the route. You know, it, it's, it's in us. And if we turn within, we're going to find it. And once we find it, then our job is to follow it. Our, our final song today is Ease On Down the Road. <laughs> it can be joyful. It can be easy. If we are struggling every step of the way, step back because we're probably not on the yellow brick road. 
we are meant to ease on down the road, which doesn't mean that there aren't some hairy things along the road. We know it, it's like, I'm not telling you the story of Oz for the first time. You know she's going to run into some stuff that is going to be very challenging. But if we have an energy of ease as we move down it because we are trusting the spirit within us to guide us, then there could be some joy, maybe, if you want. So, collectively, let's... Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you, but, but I tell you, I've never had this thought before. But when I was a teenager in my home country, I always knew I had to go broader into the world. And I had plans to go to either Australia or Britain. <laughs> and I ended up getting on the Yellow Brick Road, which was a plane ride from my home country in Germany to America. <laughs> and I'm telling you, my life became... Regardless of all those hurdles and all that, of course, but my life became what it never would have done, been in my own country. And that was totally intuitive. And it started when I was probably 10 years old, and I kept pushing and pushing, and all kinds of possibilities. And that was why. It's not no other reason. I just, that was my dad It was really bizarre when you were talking like this. I'm seeing myself in this airplane coming over. No money, no promise, no assurance, no nothing. I wasn't very poor, but I, I didn't know anything. And I, didn't, I couldn't understand people either when I came here. So here I am. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that, Petra. That is a beautiful story. It, it just so exemplifies what it takes to... There's the innocence. And, and Dorothy was in a state of innocence. She didn't know what was in front of her. She didn't know what she was supposed to do. Um, she's got some vague direction of go find the wizard, maybe he can help. It was just you were following this call of your soul to say, go bigger, go bigger, get on that plane, don't worry about the details, they'll work out. And so many of us stop ourselves because we don't know about the details, you know, how, how are we going to make this happen? And we're waiting for this, you know detailed outline of exactly what's going to happen with the assurance that there will be no trouble spots along the way. And that's not realistic. Of course there will be trouble spots. And we will find what we need. As we go along in this story, we will meet the scarecrow and the tin man and the lion who all represent aspects of Dorothy that she has not yet connected with, but she will. As we go along down our yellow brick road in life, we are going to find aspects of ourselves that we have not yet connected to, but that doesn't mean they're not there. So let's make a collective decision that this week we're going to start we're going to listen to our souls and whatever it is that it's asking of us. And we're going to take a step and start the process of easing down the road to wherever it is that we are being called. We're going to let the house land on the part of us that says, yeah, yeah, but, but you need this or you can't do or, you know, all that, all that noise that wants to stop us from greatness. We're going to click 
our heels together and get moving down the road. All right.